0: The Trek Geeks Podcast Network is proud to have Fansets as its presenting sponsor. You know, Fansets is the place for amazing pin collectibles, and they have over 200 officially licensed Star Trek pins with new releases coming out every single month. Stay tuned for a special discount code good on your next order at fansets.com just for Trek Geeks listeners. Fansets. Our pins have character.
1: This episode is also sponsored by Science Division, the makers of the world's first interactive tribble that you can control with your very own smartphone. Keep listening for details on a special upcoming event later on in the show, and find out more at ScienceDIV.com. Science Division. Trouble's never been this fun.
0: Hi, this is Alexander Sadik, Dr. Julian Bashir on Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to the biggest little show this side of the Gamma Quadrant. It's the Trek Geeks podcast with Bill Smith and Dan Davidson.
1: Fleet Command Adjudication Office, located in the bowels of our headquarters here in the northeastern United States. It's the biggest little show this side of the Alpha Quadrant, the flagship of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, children of all ages, and welcome to the Trek Geeks Podcast. I'm your co-host, Bill Smith, and this is episode number 233. (laughs) Why do I give that evil laugh, you ask? Well, there's a reason behind it. Every now and then I get to torture my co-host in ways unimaginable by subjecting him to a barrage of Star Trek related questions. And we should probably bring him in now. He's the the largely dim-witted Dan Davidson. And Dan, um, are you ready to run the gauntlet today, mon
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, I'm very excited. You know... I got to say, though, Bill, before you introduce me, and and thank you for that wonderful introduction, as always, it was fantastic. Um, You talked about how we were in the bowels of podcast headquarters. We seem to be dealing with bowels a lot here on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network because, as people may know, we are usually broadcasting from deep in the bowels of the USS Cerritos on Discovering Trek. So we are really, like,
1: bowly, don't you think? Why do I do this shit? anyway? It's <laughs> why. Why do we do this podcast? Two hundred and thirty-three episodes. You think I would have learned that? Hey,
0: did you want to be- do a that's podcast? A, huh? That's the best
1: you're going to come up with.
0: <laughs> that's, oh, that's oh god, no! I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even try for that one. So,
1: <laughs> so you have not been trying for <laughs> for at least five years.
0: <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, I'm um, I'm nervous as I always am for for stump the geek, but we always have a great time, and you really have. Upped your game with this one, man. Um, so much so that it's not just Stump the Geek. It's Stump the Geek
1: Infinity. We decided, or I decided to take normal Stump the Geek and really turn it on its ear uh, before we do like five questions and a bonus or maybe two bonuses. And I decided, no, this is 2020. The stakes are higher. There has to hmm. be something on the line. I so we're going to run you through 25 questions, oh. in five different categories. Oh. And a special pick your poison bonus, which I don't think you're going to be able to to believe. Can I I take the
0: poison now so I don't have to do this? Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Thanks,
1: partner. Hey, you're the one who offered. I'm just (laughs) trying to enable you as best I can. That's true. That's true. Speaking of enabling, Dan, I'm enabling you now to tell people how they can get in touch with us and tell us how much they love Stump the Geek.
0: Well, I want to hear how much people love Stump the Geek because I I just don't even know why. But anyway, we truly love hearing from all of you who listen, and we have a bunch of ways that you can get in touch with us. Uh, You can email us. You can send us a voicemail, and you can chat us up, all kinds of methods to get us your comments, feedback, or suggestions. And it all starts by going to trekgeeks.com slash contact. And you can always find us uh, and the other hosts on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network over at the most positive Star Trek group on Facebook. It's Camp Kittimer. There's lots of Trek groups on Facebook, and Camp Kittimer is truly different because it's about what we love about Star Trek, and we don't allow any negativity in there either. It's always a positive. So open up that Facebooky doodad on your flip phone or other device and, and search for Camp Kittimer. And be ready to take part of a truly wonderful social experience. And we really mean that. And as always, we want to thank our wonderful admins, Haley, Jackie, and Dan, for the amazing job they do running that camp. But also, please remember that any comments or messages that you leave us in any of these places may be used in a future episode because I'm not the only one who gets picked on in the show. We're going to pick on you. So send in the comments because we want to do some picking.
1: That's People love me. I don't know why they would do that. <laughs> yeah, they love you all right. Like a fungus. Hey. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Yeah, you really did. I'm gonna have to amplify that so people can hear it too, because you get all Chicote Mumbly. (laughs) Uh a cuchimoya. Your face. Dan, here we are. It's almost October. October 1st is is literally right around the corner just this week. We're hours away as we record this. And you know what that means.
0: Yeah, I do, buddy. It's your birthday. Yay! Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. You mean something that people actually care about? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, sorry yes. about that. Yeah. Well, then of course, we're so excited because it's Fan Set's Day on October 1st. That's right. Every 1st and 15th of the month, you can expect brand new, shiny, and spiffy-looking pins from our dear friends over at Fansets. And October is no exception. This is a long list, buddy. I got to tell you, October 1st is big. So as you like to say over on Discovering Trek when you do your six-second recap. six sentence. That's the second time I've done that. I know. That's amazing. Six sentence. See, I wish it was only six seconds because then we wouldn't have to listen. Shut up. But uh, (laughs) here we go. For DC Comics, a giant 4 inch oversized pin of Anti-Monitor will be available in all of his glory, as well as Robot Man from Doom Patrol. Ultraman is once again in the spotlight as the dreaded Bemular makes his debut as an awesome pin. And you Xenoscope fans will be very happy to see that the newest pin-up pin of the gorgeous yet dangerous Liesl Van Helsing is also coming out on October 1st. And oh yeah, that's right, this is a Star Trek podcast, so for you Star Trek fans, get your hands on these newest pins, Bryce from Discovery, and Hoshi for the awesome Women of Trek collection will be available, and starting on October 1st, you can finally pre-order the Voyager 25th Anniversary Collector Set, I will be pre-ordering that on October 1st. And Bill, you thought I was done. Nope. I was hoping you were done. No, I'm sorry, Uh, you know... I I just got to keep going. I am so happy to announce that. Finally, the series we've been talking about for a long time is finally coming out. My wife, Sue, is incredibly excited about this. It's Scooby-Doo making his debut on October 1st. Scooby, Daphne, and Freddy will be available on the 1st. And Shaggy Velma and the Mystery Machine will be released on October 15th. But if you can't wait for those second set of three pins on October 15th, Fansets is going to have a special whole set of six collection available on October 1st if you are impatient like I am and can't
1: wait until the 15th. So I know how much money you'll be dropping on October 1st. Oh
0: boy. <laughs> Lots.
1: It's, ta- it's time to, uh, time to apply for a new card. <laughs> um, and I've just, I've noticed one thing. You just don't shut up. Do you? <laughs> I mean, it's constant, blah, 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 blah. I don't know of anyone who loves their own voice more than you. Wow. But at least this time, it's finally for a good cause, because we're both very excited about all the new releases from Fansets on October 1st. So listeners, do yourself a huge favor. Go clean out your ears after listening to uh, to Dan blather on and on and on over there. And then go to fansets.com. When you get there, put a whole lot of pins, accessories, and even gift certificates into your cart. Because when you spend more than 30 bucks, you know you're automatically going to get free shipping in the U.S. And then on top of that, for 15% off your entire order, use the special Trek Geeks exclusive discount code for this week, Stump the Geek. Yes. That's Stump the Geek in all capital letters with no spaces. This discount code will be available to use from now until Wednesday, October 7th, 2020, at midnight Eastern Daylight Time.
0: Fan sets. Our pins have character. And we thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Well, buddy, here we are. You know, in the past, we've done we've done a lot of Stump the Geek in years past. And it is always such a huge um, uh, success with the people who listen. They love Stump the Geek. They ask us to do it more often. Um, granted, it's, it's hard to do more often because it does require a lot of prep work. Um, on either your part or my part, depending on whether it's Stump the Geek or Geek the Stomp. Um, but today I decided to change it up and, uh, and, and take Stump the Geek and move it and to God. the next level. Now, what does that involve, you might say? In fact, why don't you say that? What does that involve, Bill? I'm glad you asked. Huh. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've patterned Stump the Geek Infinity after the round of a famous question and answer game show. Hmm. whose name that we can't really use. True. Um, And it's one round, five categories, five questions. And then I have a, wow, a a pick your poison bonus.
0: My poison is this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, it's going to be a little different. So do do you have any questions going into this?
0: I don't have any questions other than why do people like this? (laughs) i mean i get nervous i mean I, I get nervous when we usually do this because you know i know my stuff but i'm always afraid that i'm just gonna you know completely fall on my face and now i'm facing 25 questions and i'm gonna look like a fool
1: well <laughs> some might say you look like a fool even without the questions i
0: knew that was coming i yeah. know
1: and <laughs> it's amazing the number of people who have challenged you to play a round of stump the
0: key yes that's true um yeah
1: and it's not like you you maintain that you have this all encompassing Trek knowledge that is better nope. than anyone else's you actually don't do that
0: no i don't i there's just stuff this it's weird i remember stuff through star trek and i remember stuff through sports and sometimes they intermingle and sometimes they don't but no i i, I could never even pretend to be as as amazing with star trek um, memory and trivia as dr trek
1: so, that's true yeah, and that it's true do star trek and the sports things mingle when it's anbu jitsu
0: um, only when I get to wear the um, never often
1: seen orange and black and suit. Yes. Oh, that'd yeah. be good. I know. Mm. Well, Ooh, Dan, I, I, let me read off the categories. Okay. <clears throat> in fact, let me do it in a familiar way. Ah. The categories are what's in a number, aliens, library computer. Who was that? And the holodeck. Dan is the only contestant tonight. You have control of the board and decide where we'll start.
0: Before we start, I do have to say that um, my wife and I are heavily watching The Masked Singer now. <laughs> so when you said who was that, all I could hear was doo, 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 doo,
1: doo. who is that? So when that happens, my wife and I uh, usually sing this I just got a new phone. <laughs> who is that? <laughs>
0: And what a great show. I didn't know I was going to love it as much as I do, but we're watching season three right now. So
1: if you yeah. think it would help you to wear a mask to go through the board, oh. that would be fantastic. But you get to pick the category and the point level. The point uh-huh. levels are 500, 1,000, 1,500, 5,000, wow. and 10,000 in each category. Wow! You can skip around the board wherever you want, but we will complete the whole board. Oh, great. That's 25 the- questions of torture. Unlike the unnamed question and answer game show that has run for decades, there's mm-hmm. no time limit on this round. Okay. That's Although good to know as well. I, may, I may prompt you to answer a question if you're kind of, you know, taking your time.
0: And And what I'll do, because there are so many questions, if it's something that I'm just like completely no idea, I'm just going to say, give it up. I don't okay. want to have to sit there and have people listen to me sound like a fool more than I usually do.
1: This may factor into your tactic. If you do get a question wrong, you do get negative points.
0: Well, that's not fair.
1: It's incredibly fair. It's just something <laughs> geek infinity. I thought there were no rules. All the rules are out the window. <laughs> that's all right. Okay. All right. I guess With that, Dan, that you board. have control of the board. Where shall we start?
0: Let's take, no, I'm not going to do a Sean Connery impersonation. (laughs) Let's do, uh, let's start right off the bat with Aliens for 500, Bill.
1: Aliens for 500. These aliens ran everywhere and wore skimpy clothes in TNG's Justice. Those
0: clothes, those are good clothes. Uh, Is that, okay, so let me ask you, can I ask you a question about the episode without you giving away anything. I-, I will allow it. Is that the episode where Wesley falls in the grass and is yep. going to get killed? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. And that's the one. That's also the one that has that big thing in space. Yes. Okay. Um.
1: Oh my. That's God, what, what she what I, said.
0: Yes. <laughs> no, this is not the office.
1: Oh, sorry, 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 sorry.
0: <laughs> it's um. It's a short. It's the Edo. The Edo. Yes. I will that, go with the Edo final
1: answer. I don't that, have to say that garbage, do I? You don't have to say that. <laughs> Thank you.
0: That is correct. Yes. Edo. Oh, look at that! You even have the the answer come up on screen for me. You're
1: at 500 points. Where do we go next?
0: Oh, might as well stay with aliens. Let's go
1: aliens. A thousand. uh, Bill, I almost called you something else. <laughs> they pitted Captain Kirk against the Gorn captain, the Metrons. That is correct, Dan. That was,
0: that was an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? Might as well stay where the going is going well. So let's do uh, aliens for 10,000.
1: For 10,000 points. Mm-hmm. The answer is these proto-Vulcans worshipped the oh
0: Picard. Oh, my God. Uh, Mentakins? That is correct. Oh, that was a guess. <laughs> wow. So what am I get for points now?
1: You're at uh, 11,500. It's at the bottom All of the screen. Right.
0: Oh, okay. No, oh, I didn't say. Oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, uh, Bill. Let's do. Uh, let's let's round out this one. We got two left. Let's do for five thousand aliens, please. Linus is one of
1: these aliens.
0: Oh, Discovery. Oh, and I should know this because we talk about it. We talked about it on Discovering Trek. <laughs> oh, people man. are
1: screaming at their cars. I right know now. they are.
0: I know that he had a cold. I know he that did. he was um, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and that, they, the the drink they have a drink uh they're famous for their alcohol saurian he's a saurian that is Sorian correct Maddy. oh yes <laughs> so far so good i don't so so this good. game so far because i haven't gotten anything wrong so let's wrap up aliens we might as well uh, let's do it for 1500 man
1: 1500 the answer is one one zero zero one zero zero one that would be the binars that is correct. Dan, you've you've run the category on aliens. Wow. That was fast, too. That was. You actually did super well. See, it's not going to be that bad, right? Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> 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 so let me
0: ask you this question yeah. as, we're, as we're letting everybody catch their breath and say, wow, that Dan is pretty good. He's amazing. While they're saying that, do the questions – well, actually, I could answer this myself because those are all pretty easy. But do the questions get harder the larger the point value? Possibly. Okay. So it's not a definite, but it could happen.
1: It could because, happen because
0: as you said, no rules. No rules. All right. Let's uh, let's let's go into what I think would probably be my favorite room on any starship and that would be the holodeck for 500.
1: Oh, I love it. <laughs> for holodeck for 500. Question okay. number 1. This old English epic poem was at the center of Voyager's Heroes and Demons. <sighs>
0: I don't know if the name of I'm not if I'm going to get the right of it. But all I can think of is 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 Grendel. Um I don't know if that's going to be right or not.
1: That is incorrect. Uh, the answer is Beowulf.
0: Beowulf. Yes. There Beowulf. You go. There you go.
1: So there's your first incorrect answer. You were deducted 500 points for that. All, all right. in all not not bad.
0: Not bad. Uh, you know what? I'm going to get one of these holodeck ones right. So let's go with the next one. 1000 please. 1000
1: what holographic Western town was Wharf the sheriff of?
0: Oh, that's fistful of data. I know that it is. Um, I can see the signs. Oh, geez. Um, oh my God. Okay. I've got, I'm not giving up on this. This is one of my favorite episodes. I know I'm it not, is too. I'm not giving up. Oh, <laughs> Let's see. Um sorry.
1: <laughs> we also uh, will not have the theme from that famous question and answer show playing I want, underneath. I want to. Say, we
0: I want to say dead gulch, but it's not dead gulch, but I know it's dead something. Uh, I'm gonna mm, Dead Deadwood? Dead Deadwood. The answer is Deadwood, oh. South Dakota. Wow. I didn't know it was South Dakota. It is.
1: Okay. It is. See, you pulled that. See, this is what happens with Stump the Geek routinely is you pull it out. and I don't know
0: how. I don't know how, man. I don't know how, man, but I'll take it. Uh, All right. You know what? Keep it going. You know, no, I'm not going to do that because then that's just going to get boring for everybody else. Let's pick something else. Let's go with what's in a number for 500.
1: What's in a number for 500? The answer is NX02. That would be the U.S. Columbia.
0: Oh, excuse me. The NX Columbia. Or Columbia. Or Columbia.
1: That is correct. Mm-hmm. All Where do right. Go next?
0: Library computer for five hundred.
1: What was the name of Belana Torres' mother? What does that have to do with a library computer? These are facts in the library computer. It's in her oh, personnel file. Oh, I thought file. you were going
0: to be giving me, um, like episodes like Mister Atos and, no. and stuff like that. Um, all right. I know she was Klingon that's good yeah that's that's part of the battle yeah right there there, it was um all right i gotta think of the one with their episode we're in the the barge of the dead and it is barge of the dead mural morale morale
1: that is correct okay
0: oh does pronunciation count no (laughs) okay good
1: i'm not gonna ding you (laughs) on pronunciation all right
0: i'm gonna sit my margarita while i'm waiting for the next one (laughs) <laughs> because you know I have to drink during this, so
1: um, you haven't drank enough, so <laughs> Daniel. At twenty thousand points, a wow. the showing. I like oh, that. Where do you want to go next, buddy?
0: Let's go to well, let's say with Library Computer for a uh, thousand.
1: Excellent, Library Computer for a thousand. The only two fleet captains mentioned in Star Trek: Pike and. Mm. you have, you have one, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the second one. I don't want to hold people up. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get, do I get 50% of the answer? Correct.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. Cause I don't have a way to score that. I
0: don't think it's, I don't think, well, let me ask you this. You can say this a yes or no. Cause I'm mm-hmm. having trouble with the name anyway. Yep. Is it the captain who's in the shuttle with Kirk in the menagerie?
1: No, that's a commodore.
0: Commodore, that was Commodore Mendez. That's right. Um, so I'm gonna say I I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to pass. I'm gonna. I'm
1: gonna give okay. you a hint.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: Elba two.
0: Elba two. Elba two. Elba two. Oh, uh, that'd be Garth. Garth Isar. That, is, that oh. is
1: correct. The only two <laughs> fleet captains mentioned throughout the whole of Star Trek are Garth of Izar and Christopher Pike.
0: Thank you for that hint. That was much appreciated. I can't imagine that those are gonna happen very often.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was feeling a little magnanimous, especially well, since Garth of Izar is such a horrible character.
0: But yes, played um, equally as bad by a lot of people. Yeah. Um anyway, uh we will we'll talk about that. Let's do with who is that for five hundred. <laughs> so uh hey Bill. Yeah. Our friends at Science Division have a special event coming up, and they wanted
1: us to tell everybody about it. So go ahead. That's right. On Friday, October 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern, Jay and Kalia will host another of their Tribble Talks, but this time, there's also a special trivia event as well. Uh Joining the broadcast, Dan, will be none other than Dr. Trek himself, our friend Larry Nemechek, for a fan panel about Tribbles and their appearances on Star Trek, followed by... A triple-themed trivia event. This sounds like it's going to be amazing. The event's going to take place on Zoom, and information can be found by heading to ScienceDIV.com and clicking on the Trivia tab in the menu.
0: I miss Dr. Trek.
1: I miss everybody.
0: (laughs) It sounds like it's going to be a great event, and we certainly don't want you to miss it. And, hey, by the way, we don't want you to miss out on the Galaxy's first interactive Tribble from Science Division either. You can buy a Tribble right now at ScienceDIV.com, and when it arrives, you can download the Section K7 app on your iOS or Android phone, give it a name, and even choose what ship it's going to be assigned to, which is very cool. Plus, since (laughs) Tribbles are not dangerous... You'll be able to enjoy your Tribble every single day, Bill.
1: Yeah, every day. Luckily, they don't talk like you do. And of course, don't forget to mark those calendars for Friday, October 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern for the special Tribble fan panel from Science Division. If you're like Dan, you're probably going to try to use a crayon on your iPhone, but the rest of you can probably just ask Siri or Alexa to remind you for what's going to be a great evening.
0: Science Division. Trouble's never been this fun. And we thank our friends at Science Division for sponsoring this week's episode.
1: Who is that for 500? (laughs) This actress played Anne Mulhall and Miranda Jones.
0: That's, oh my God, the actress. uh, Diane. Wait a minute. Am I thinking the right person? She also played Dr. Dr. Pulaski, didn't she yes sir oh my god um uh, i should know this because i make fun of her all the time
1: <laughs> <laughs> shares a birthday with both Gene roddenberry and jonathan
0: Fritz. i was gonna say uh, i was gonna say diane mulhall but it's diane moldar that's what that
1: is correct diana okay. moldauer
0: I said Diane, but I'll go with Diana.
1: That's, uh, you get credit for that. You could have actually just given me her last name and I would have given it to you.
0: Oh, first name wouldn't have been okay? No. <laughs> no. Where to next? Let's do... Uh, who was that for a thousand?
1: Not the bass player of the rock band Kiss.
0: I have not the slightest idea. <laughs> it's, oh, just... Uh, Gene Simmons. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that is correct. <laughs> oh, no,
0: that's right. That's, yeah, the drum head. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank and you. A nice, and, and I will say, awesome reference to the drum head in this week's Lower Decks, I got to say. I really like that.
1: It's a little bonk, bonk on the head.
0: It is, yep. Yeah. But I, I liked it. All right, let's do, uh, what's in a number for a 1,000, buddy?
1: NCC 1864. Is that the Reliant? That is correct. Oh,
0: boom. I like your You're, 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 always you're doing really great. Starship.
1: You're 23,500. You're doing really well, buddy. I've
0: gotten one wrong so far. Two. Two wrong.
1: Oh, no. Two. One. One. One, well, one. I think it was just
0: one. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's go with uh, what's in the number for 1,500 again? All righty. NX326. X326. Is that the Franklin,
1: I believe? That is correct from Star Trek Beyond. Bazinga, 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 bazinga. USS okay. Franklin yes where to uh
0: let's do library computer for 1500
1: the finest cardassian novel ever written
0: a stitch in time by by mr robinson (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) no um i i should know this one but i don't and i'm just gonna rack my brain over and over so i'm not gonna waste everybody's time listening to me trip over myself
1: Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. The never ending sacrifice. Yeah.
0: Which is pretty much every time I sit down in this chair.
1: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So that's only your second incorrect answer so far, Dan. You've, you've actually done super well. Um, You've only got uh, 10 questions left. You're through 15. I am through 15 already. Wow. That's amazing. It it feels like it's only been a few minutes too. I know. Right.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's do the holodeck for 1500, Mr. Host.
1: Oh, well, thank you the villain in the big goodbye.
0: Well, it wasn't Galron. He was just one of his henchmen. Um, That's correct. It was that guy with the hat. Um, oh, old guy. Kind yeah, of gruff. Old guy. Yeah. And he was like, Mr. Red, uh, Cyrus Redblock. That's I'm correct. Cyrus, I'm Cyrus Redblock. That, okay. <laughs> I love that name.
1: <laughs> Cyrus Redblock. Ooh. Cyrus Red Block is right for fifteen hundred points.
0: All right, let's do. Uh, who was that for fifteen
1: hundred? You could smell what he was cooking in Voyager's Sunkatsi. That would be The Rock. That is correct. I would have accepted The Rock or Dwayne Johnson yes, or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Of the Rock. Welcome to The Rock.
0: Yes. Oh, go nicely done.
1: Thank you. I like that.
0: All right, let's, we gotta, we we gotta slow it up. We're going to be done in like five minutes. Let's, uh.
1: Well, you gotta, you gotta pick your poison bonus coming. Oh,
0: I I know that. But let me ask you this little break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how long did it take you to put this board with all of these questions?
1: together? Not long. Really? There's a website where you can put it together and, and save a local copy, which is what I've done. Um,
0: but did you have to come up with the questions yourself? Or oh yeah, I like wrote all the database? questions. Oh okay, that's that's pretty. You know what? You gotta you gotta be pretty smart in Star Trek to be able to come up with these questions too. So
1: not really. Uh, there's a there's a link on Memory Alpha that says random page, and I keep clicking random page oh. until I get something I can turn a, into into a question.
0: Oh, that's cool. All right.
1: So and that's uh, what that- I've done always for Stump the Geek, by the way.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I've always thought of questions off the top of my head when I do gunk, uh, gunk the stump. What <laughs> <laughs> gunk, the, gunk the dump? Stop! Yeah. Uh, Forrest stomp. Gump. Yes. What? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll take uh, the holodeck for 5,000.
1: Oh, so we're starting back up again. Okay.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Why not? I heard enough of your answers.
1: <laughs> Riker is investigated for murder using holodeck recreations in this episode.
0: You just talked about that last night too. Um, uh. Oh.
1: God, it's not the big goodbye. We just talked about that. I actually really like this episode. I know people it's hate it. It's
0: a matter of perspective, and it's an awesome episode. It's one of my favorite. Dr. Apgar. I love that guy. You're a dead man, Apgar. Yeah, and he's also um, the uh, the uncle in uh, big, uh, Breaking Bad, too, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah T- oh, Tito
1: Salamanca. Him.
0: Yeah, I love him. That's, yeah, cool. And he doesn't speak. No, he doesn't.
1: (laughs) So, Dan, you're up to 31,500 points. That's a really respectable show. Notice the points are not random like they are for Stump the Geek Classic.
0: Which helps a lot. It helps me stay focused. How does that help you? I don't know because I'm not focused at any time. (laughs) Okay, so you know what? I think my least favorite of the categories because it's not, it's Star Trek per se, but at least with a couple of them, it's been the people who played them. Uh, Let's do library computer for 5,000.
1: This is General Order 7.
0: Uh, That's the death penalty for going to Talos 4, I believe
1: yes and although you don't have to quote it i will no vessel under any condition emergency or otherwise is to visit talos Four. the only death penalty left on the books and we'll be talking about this one next week buddy
0: yeah oh nice yes we will absolutely um We got some awesome episodes coming up with the next couple of weeks with this very topic.
1: Yes, we're
0: going to save that for the next week segment because that's always
1: fun. Yes, we will. Um, So so you have so let's let's take a a count here. You have six questions left, Mm -hmm. either in the five or ten thousand point range. Right. So you've blown through the earlier tiers, and in categories you have left. What's in a number? Library computer. Who was that? And Holodeck. (laughs) That's a mess,
0: singer. Uh, let's do, let's wrap up the holodeck, uh, for 10,000 points, buddy.
1: Very good. Picard goes to this Parisian restaurant in, we'll always have Paris.
0: I know that it's right there next to the Eiffel tower.
1: Oh, you're good. Um, in Paris.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Um, it's not, I want to say the Sandrine. That's the first thing coming to my head. So that's what I'm going with.
1: That's Voyager. Unfortunately, that oh, is incorrect.
0: That's why it was in my head so much because it was, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that. The Cafe Des, Des Artistes. Oh, that's right. And um, he meets up with uh,
1: Michelle Phillips from the Mamas Michelle and Michelle
0: Papas. Phillip. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, oh, that well. was
1: that was only like 33 years ago. <sighs>
0: right. As, as as we record right now. Bill, as we record right now. It is the 33rd anniversary of Encounter at Farpoint part 1.
1: Which means I turned 18 33 years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Math is not hard. It's not. Um, hard. And um, what a day that was. I, um, I was in Colorado.
1: Yeah, you were. I was actually in New Hampshire at my parents' house in in the Lakes region. And uh, Channel 5 in Boston preempted their entire primetime lineup that Saturday night um, to show Encounter at Farpoint. Their pr- the ABC primetime lineup also included a show that night called Once a Hero, the executive producer of which was Iris Stephen Bear.
0: Oh, wow. It was canceled
1: like three episodes later.
0: Well, I'm glad that he had some free time because he went on to bigger and better things.
1: Far better things.
0: Way better. So speaking of
1: of way better and the best, you have two 5,000-point questions and three 10,000-point questions. Right now, you sit at 26,500 points. You've had a couple of incorrect answers, but Mm -hmm. good ones, Mm -hmm. good answers. Mm. Um, So where do you want to go next, knowing that... You, know, you, you, you may have to strategize a little here. You
0: know big big bucks, big bucks, no whammies. Wrong show. Um, <laughs> let's do library computer for 10,000, buddy.
1: Uh, oh boy. Queen to Queen's level three. King
0: to, uh, King to King's level. Queen to King's level one. That is correct. That's from that earlier episode that we talked about, actually.
1: I worked that in on purpose, actually. Oh, okay. Um, Four questions left the 500, uh, sorry, the 5,000 and 10,000 questions in What's in a Number and the 5,000 and 10,000 under Who is
0: That? Let's do What's in a Number for 10,000. Wow.
1: All righty. Here we go. NCV 474439G. G47.
0: G. I don't even remember a G ever.
1: The first three letters may provide more of a clue.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, that's definitely from the Kelvin timeline. Uh, I think. No. Uh, Let's just
1: say that you have a lot of time
0: here. It's not the Enterprise J, obviously. It's
1: the Relativity? That is correct. The USS Relativity. we also
0: talked about last week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I may have peppered some of these into conversation Ah, on purpose.
0: Nicely done. I really love that episode so
1: much. That is a great episode. Like
0: I said, in See It or Skip It, that's my second favorite episode of the whole season five of Voyager. That's a great one. With only Timeless beating it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. Three, three questions left, buddy, as you uh, swirl the ice cubes in your pint glass. Oh, sorry about that.
0: Yeah, That's okay. We get a lot of that on lower decks, uh, Discovery Trek lower decks, <laughs> but not usually on Trek Geek. So no. I apologize for that. Uh, let's go with, uh, let's wrap up what's in a number for 5,000, man.
1: Very good. NCC 75567. That would be the USS Voyager. I'm sorry, that is incorrect.
0: Oh, my God. What did I do?
1: The answer is USS Cerritos. Oh,
0: I'm so used to seeing it that I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that was a bad mistake on my part.
1: The Voyager being uh, 74656.
0: 6. Yeah, I saw the seven and just jumped at it, and I shouldn't have. That's what happens when you guess too fast, because you think you're a know-it-all.
1: Dan, two questions <laughs> left, and who was that? 5,000 and 10,000? Which one do you want?
0: Let's do the 5,000, buddy.
1: This stand-up comic hails from Bedford, New Hampshire, but we saw her in Voyager's Future's End.
0: Sarah Silverman. Yes, it is.
1: Okay, then Sarah Silverman (laughs) from uh, from Bedford, New Hampshire.
0: I will let you know that I never knew that fact about Sarah Silverman.
1: Well, that's kind of cool. That's okay. Rain Robinson, not my favorite character. So, (laughs) you have one question left, buddy. It's who was that for ten thousand points? He played a zillion Zindi Reptilian long before he was in The Walking Dead.
0: Um you know I'm 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 thinking uh, I I I know who I want to say but I'm afraid that it's wrong. <laughs> and I want to say um, Scott McDonald but I don't know if he was in the Walking Dead but I know he played as Indy Hill of course he also played Tosk. Um you to know the of my
1: knowledge he was not in the Walking Dead. <sighs> Certainly Even if you know. give me the character name from the walking dead, I will call that a correct answer. There are people screaming at their phone. I know. I know. I don't see. I, 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 I've,
0: I've let so much go with the walking dead and, and don't remember a lot of it. Um, and there's so much makeup under those Cindy reptilians. Uh,
1: he hated his experience on star Trek. So it is a, he obviously, like I said, in the question, um
0: i'll go with negan because that's the only thing coming to my mind right now
1: that is correct oh jeffrey dean morgan <laughs> okay. played uh, the zindy reptilian in the episode where they go back in time I the detroit remember. i don't remember that
0: i mean i remember the episode but i don't remember it being jeffrey dean morgan ah
1: huh. the name of the episode escapes me at the moment
0: at uh, 23 carpenter street or the carpenter something street like that? Yeah, uh,
1: okay. So Dan, you have 56,500 points. That is an wow. incredibly respectable sh- showing. Shocked. shocked. Uh, as am I, <laughs> as am I. So um, this takes us to the bonus oh, God. and you got to be asking yourself, what could I have possibly come up with for a bonus? Uh, in fact, are you asking that? Let's hear you asking. You
0: know, you're sitting here talking to me and I'm wondering myself, what on earth could you have come up with for a bonus bill
1: i'm so glad you asked <laughs> so this pick your poison bonus it has two possible outcomes not well, three really the first of which is you don't get any of it correct and you walk away with no points Okay. Actually, no. I'm going to make a, a, a change on the fly. That's where I know rules. You, you bank the points that you have for a future Stump the Geek Infinity. So that was 56.5. Wow. Okay. So if you get nothing correct, you retain the points that you came in with. So that means there's going to be another one. However, if you name all of these things in order, You will get 100 times your score. (laughs) However, if that proves too hard and you just want to name the items without putting them in order, you'll get 10 times your score, but you also have to utter the phrase, My name is Dan Davidson and I'm a big doo doo head. Okay. Let me write that down. Oh, I've got it here. Don't worry.
0: Oh, all right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you do. Probably framed and hung up right above your computer.
1: uh, no, it's just here in, in Notepad. <laughs> really? So I tried to pick a bonus that spanned a bunch of eras, because Star okay. Trek is so is so broad. You mm-hmm. know, there are stories told over you know multiple decades and timelines and generations. Yep. See yep. what I did there? I um, so I tried to come up with something that was key to this bonus. And your question tonight, each of the starships named Enterprise has had a person with that unique talent to keep our crews going where none have gone before. Of course I'm talking about the chief engineer. Okay. So Dan, for a hundred times your score, name all of the chief engineers of spacefaring vessels named Enterprise that we've seen on screen in timeline order, regardless of whether they were permanent or not.
0: Timeline order. Oh that's gonna
1: be tough. However, if that proves too hard, you can just name the engineers in any order for 10 times your score, but of course, you have to utter the phrase, my name is Dan Davidson and I'm a big doo-doo head, <laughs> which could right. become a rig tone. Um. So I will tell you that I have 10 names here. If you get seven out of the 10, we'll consider that a success.
0: Okay. All right. Um all right, so if we're going in chronological order, then we have to first go with NX-01, and that was Trip Tucker. Yes. Um, after NX-01, there's the Enterprise. I don't think we saw the engineer or heard the engineer's name and Discovery, so I will go with uh, Montgomery Scott for the Enterprise. Um, uh, the TOS Enterprise, I should say. Um,
1: That's not in order.
0: It's not in order. Okay, so let's...
1: So do you want to go for the 10 times round? Instead of the hundred times. Well, I'm trying to think now.
0: He was so there was a there was somebody who was an engineer before him.
1: Remember, regardless of timeline.
0: Oh. Uh. Oh, okay. So let's go with um. All right. So let me back up a second. And oh, well, it would have been Scotty on the Enterprise
1: and the Kelvin timeline too. Um. So let's you will have two entries for Scotty.
0: Okay. So. Tos. Kelvin timeline Scotty. Um, we got Scotty from the from one seven oh one A. but I don't know if that's in the that's not gonna be in the well it could be right over. It's confusing. This timeline thing is really getting to me. I uh, Well technically since uh, it's you
1: Scott, mentioned it's, the one seven oh one A got. Which was not counted because he was still the chief engineer of the Enterprise. Yeah. Um, you're at three. Well,
0: it was a different ship, so that's why I said a because it was. Oh no, well it was, but he was still
1: the same chief engineer. Okay.
0: All right. Um, but then if it's if we're looking at timelines, then he was the 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 he was the engineer of the prime timeline. I would also say Scotty in the Kelvin timeline, which probably happened before. He became the engineer in the prime timeline. So I'm gonna go with Scotty and Kelvin first, and then Scotty in Prime next. Is that okay? Right? Okay. So far that is correct. You have three. Okay. All right. So we got that. So we've got the because none then the other ones we see he was Scotty all through the movies. Um, we've got uh uh Oh, I don't know what the... I don't know what the woman's name was in TNG um, before Jordy took over. I know that she was Diana
1: Taylor on General Hospital, but I think that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, Diana Taylor doesn't count.
0: Yeah, so I guess I'm just going to have to go with this if I can hit seven, because I don't remember what her name is. Okay. Um, but
1: but Jordy, of course,
0: um, for, the, for the D, and so different ship, but based on what you said before, also for the E, but it's the same guy. Um...
1: How many is that? Um, that's four, but you've skipped a whole bunch in between Scotty and Jordy, uh, Specifically of the 1701D.
0: Yeah, I... I don't recall who any of the engineers were before Jordy took over. Um, besides the, the the blonde woman. Um
1: all right, so I'm going to give you the blonde woman, even though you know she was there. Her, <laughs> name, her name was Sarah McDougal. Okay, she was in uh, the Naked Now. Yep. In between her and Jordy, there were three other chief engineers of the U- uh, uh, 1701D.
0: Wasn't one of them? He had like a Scottish name or something, which which makes sense.
1: Um, was it was it Argyle? That's he actually came right after McDougal, so that's okay. correct. Chief Argyle.
0: After that, I I got nothing before Jordy. Uh, so how many do I have? Six. You have six. Oh, cripe. Um, jeez, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know.
1: There are two other Kelvin timeline ones that you've missed too, by the way.
0: Oh, uh, Chekhov becomes chief engineer.
1: Yes, he does.
0: Okay. That's, ah!
1: So that's seventh. <laughs> so we didn't go in order. So you're going to get 10 yep. times yep. your bonus. But let me go through the whole list. Oh my God, that was tough. Um, and that is there's Trip Tucker. There's Olson, the guy who dies on the uh, the space jump down to the drilling platform. He was Narada. the chief engineer? He was the chief engineer, oh, okay. according to Memory Alpha. All right. There's Montgomery Scott Kelvin timeline, who became the chief engineer in 2258. There's Montgomery Scott at the Prime Timeline, who was Chief yep. Engineer in 2265. There's Pavel Chekhov in the Kelvin timeline. There's Sarah McDougall, Chief Engineer of the 1701 D in The Naked Now. There's mm-hmm. Chief Argyle, Chief Engineer of the 1701 D in data Lore. There's Lieutenant Logan. Yeah,
0: don't remember that. I don't remember I don't remember Logan. <laughs> <laughs> the only Logan I know has blades coming out of his knuckles.
1: Which I think may have been the Arsenal of Freedom. Uh, there was Leland T. Lynch. That name rings a bell. Yeah, he was a chief engineer. And season one. You um, hate hey, episode. Be, you're going to have look that up, aren't you?
0: I'm, I'm sorry. That's, I'm sorry. We're not doing Geek of Stump, so I shouldn't have to put that on you.
1: No, <laughs> no, you shouldn't. But um, I will tell you because I'm looking it up right now. Oh, all right. Well, look at you. Um, it was but but a skin of evil. Oh. Interesting. I just watched that the other day and I don't remember him. The one where was he in the shu- died. Was he the one in the shuttle? No, he was on board the Enterprise. Oh all right. Okay. Uh, and of course, season two brought us Jordy LaForge as chief engineer. So best
0: casting change they made.
1: Ever. Yeah. You figure they went through four uh four others before they got to Jordi. Right. I was like, yeah, why don't we just let the blind guy do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Dan, that means because you did get seven out of ten. Uh, we do consider it correct, but you didn't get them in order. Yeah. So that means you only get 10 times that's your score good. from the round, which I'll you'll bank it. for next time. That's 500, 000. That's 565,000. And unfortunately, it does mean that you have to utter the phrase which could become a ringtone in Camp Kittimer.
0: See, I should have wrote it down because I don't remember it.
1: I oh, know. I'm going to paste it in <laughs>
0: chat
1: <for you> <laughs> because <laughs> I knew you'd give me this. I don't remember BS. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay. And so voice ready there it is for you in chat please make it as theatric as you like
0: greetings everyone my name is dan davidson and i am a big doo-doo head
1: there we go stump the geek infinity (laughs) is in the books and uh, you did you did great buddy
0: I got to tell you, man, I was, I was nervous about this because, you know, we've done stump the geeks and, you know, even though it's only like five questions or however many, it's always, you know, I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? I was really nervous about 25. This was fun. I really (laughs) had a good time with this. I love the look of the board. i like the questions. You came up with some good ones. I'm, I'm actually glad that I got a couple wrong because I don't want to, you know, have to live up to a reputation. I've already got a bad reputation. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> um well next time we play Stump the Geek Infinity, um, who knows? The questions could be harder. You know, in that other game show with the uh, all the answers and questions, they do have a second round called double mm. you know what. Yeah. Um so double there, infinity. There could be double infinity, Dan. Mm, um where the point values are doubled.
0: Ah. Okay. Are we going to have like
1: video and audio maybe? Probably not. That takes okay. a lot.
0: Yeah, I know. you. I know I was asking for too much with you, but this was great. I really had a good time.
1: It was fun. <laughs>
0: 565,000,
1: buddy. Great job.
0: And uh, since we have now wrapped up uh, this portion of the show, I'm going to throw a little curveball at you. Oh, okay. As, as we record, it is September 28th. Your birthday is coming up in just two days. And uh, I'm for here you? to tell you. Well, well, I think, well, we're, I'm going to be going to bed in a little while. So oh,
1: okay. Oh, sorry.
0: So I'm sorry. In oct- in and in a couple days, in a few days, whichever way you want to go, <laughs> your birthday's coming up.
1: I'm going to be old. I get it.
0: You are going to be old. Um, I got something special for you planned. So just, there you go.
1: Really? You're just going to tease me like that. That's all I'm saying.
0: I could wow. do it now and have you in
1: and give it to you live, but I'm not going to do that. Well, this is it's actually being taped. So it's not really live.
0: It would be live for you. It would be Memorex for everybody else. If you if you really want me to do no. it now live, I'd I will be wait. happy to do it.
1: I will wait, but I, we will report back no. um, next week's episode to, yep. to actually tell people what it was. Okay.
0: I have a feeling you might tweet it out and, and say how awesome your friend okay. is. I mean, I, I did. You, you sent me something pretty cool. That's I something did. I'm going to be like. If I could frame it, I would, but I did can't. We,
1: did we talk about what I sent you for your I birthday? I don't
0: think we really have. Maybe we should save that for news.
1: So your birthday was? Um, <laughs> Two weeks ago two weeks ago coming up, uh, Wednesday. And, um, I, well, we can talk about it now. I mean, uh, I got you a a special greeting from a notable, uh, Star Trek celebrity.
0: It's, it's amazing. I've seen this, this service out there and I've never really paid it any attention, but it's a service called cameo and they've got thousands and thousands of, of different, um, famous people that you can have personalized greetings, uh, sent for all kinds of occasions. So Bill sent me a happy birthday greeting from none other than the Nav visitor from star Trek, deep space nine. It was the most heartwarming, touching, wonderful message from someone who I have cherished for so long and had her on the show. And she even pointed out that she remembered doing the show with us. It was awesome, man. It was totally unexpected. I had no clue. All I remember, I'll tell people right now, we we usually say good morning to each other uh, on chat um, at work. And you go, so happy birthday, buddy. I hope you got a couple minutes. And I had literally just gotten out of the shower when you sent that to me. So I was in the bathroom reading my phone when you sent me that. And I'm like, well, I just got out of the shower. But before I could hit enter, you sent me the video. (laughs) So I'm standing there in my bathroom listening to Nana Visitor sing happy birthday to me and also say happy birthday. And I got tears coming out of my eyes as I'm standing there in the bathroom. So it was awesome. Thank you so much. It was great.
1: So wait, were you naked?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I had a towel, I had a towel wrapped around, but yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's, so there you that's, go. So everybody burned. can put that
0: in your, uh, burn that into your brain for all eternity.
1: <laughs> oh, it's burnt. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's
0: burned. So, yeah. So anyway, it was great. Thank you so much. It was, uh, it's, it was a very special birthday present.
1: Oh, I'm glad you like it. I know that you've never been a big birthday person and, uh, um, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad it brought you joy because, you know, it's not like we can just go out and get a drink and, and celebrate each other's birthday this year.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. And and it's funny. I, I it is birthdays, birthdays, just another day to me. It's never something I've really ever, you know, given a lot of, of, uh, uh of you know, focus on, but I did buy myself something for my birthday this year and it's coming in this week and it's the new Xbox One game, Star Wars Squadron, <laughs> which I can't wait for because X Wing and X Wing versus TIE Fighter are two of my favorite computer games in history. And this is supposed to be just like that. So little crossing of the streams there, so to speak, here on the Trek Geeks podcast network.
1: <laughs> Your face crosses the stream. I don't even know what that means. Well Dan, now that you've reigned victorious yes! You are the champion, my friend. Mm -hmm. Not the John champion. That's somebody else entirely I've heard. (laughs) Thank God. Uh, We should also thank our friends, the band Five Year Mission. They champions of Star Trek bands. Mm. Um, So many great songs. Um, I love how they take the episodes that we've watched for decades and write songs around them to make you look at the episodes in a different way. These aren't song parodies. We're not talking about Star Trek in here. Mm -mm. Um, We're talking about original compositions that really take an element of the episode and explore it. So we want everyone to head on out to fiveyearmission.net, download all their albums. No, no, nay, scratch that. (laughs) Order all of their CDs Mm -hmm. because physical media is king. And, you know, the band would love to send you a whole bunch of CDs if you order them. I've heard it. I've heard it from Fark. Like he that loves to mail out CDs. So yeah. get those CDs in your hands. Become big fans of Five Year Mission because we are ourselves. That's FiveYearMission.net. Get all the tunes, yo.
0: The songs have deep meaning, Bill. I mean, just they do. They really make you think. And I'm thinking now, after this wonderful uh, Stump the Geek Infinity like extravaganza, I'm thinking they need to work on a Stump the Geek Infinity theme. Get on that, guys. Anyway, I digress. Let me get back to the, the important matter at hand. You, Bill, do you remember the holodeck program on Voyager that was that village of Fairhaven? I do. Yeah, I hated it also. Um, <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just never it never sat well with me. And for good reason. Those pesky Irish holograms. You know, problems arise from running the Irish village nonstop. It's sure to happen. Of course, a malfunction is going to happen because it's the holodeck. And all those holograms are going to start taking drum lessons. And oh my God, the noise. It's like listening to you, but worse. It's just awful. And oh yeah, they also became self-aware, which usually causes problems. Who would have thought a holodeck gone wrong episode, Bill? But it happened in season six of Voyager. Spirit Fark. It was, it was Fairhaven, and it was.
1: I have a, <sighs> I have a question for you. Oh, here we go. We've known each other for just about twenty five years now. Mm. Is there a time where you're going to become self aware at any point? Asking for a friend. I, I didn't expect that.
0: That was good. Thank you. Uh,
1: yeah, thank you, much, you big
0: jerk. But I, I, I just, I just write them like I see them, baby. Uh, that, what know.
1: are you seeing? Uh, My word. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um dot net. Go get all those discs, yo. Don't forget that you too can support the Trek Geeks podcast network by subscribing to Patreon where you can get all kinds of special exclusive perks. Like I know there's laptop stickers, there's t-shirts and our unparalleled annual supporters pin, which we produce with our friends at fansets every year, Dan, every single year. This one
0: looks gorgeous. Oh my God. It's beautiful. Uh, But right now we want to take a moment to thank our associate producers for Trek Geeks. We are so grateful for their support and they include Dave Andrews, Vikram Bhatt, Luke Burnham, Brad DeMag, William Edward M. Jr., Brandon Everidge, Andy Fark, Kimberly Francis, Jonathan Hamilton, Brooke Horton, Ryan Jeffs, John Krekorian, Sean Lynn, Rick Mason, Jamie McGregor, Aaron Mollenkoff, Shane Murray, Tim Robertson, Greg Rosier, Eric Sakian, Adam Sanders, Tim Sardar, Heather Sohn, Lisa Tomlinson, Jessica Dax Vincent, Trey Womack, Ron Robel, and the gracious and wonderful Conrad Hutchins.
1: Wow. That was, what was that? That was like Sean Connery meets oh, something. It was kind of like Lichtenstein. That's out of, from out of nowhere. <laughs> we also want to thank our Trek Geeks producers for their support. They are Mike Bovia, Chaz Bradshaw, Ken Bird, Kyle Castillo, Peter Craig, Rachel Delaney, Craig Ewing. Jackie and Chris Hackney, Kimberly Hartman, David Hood, Steph Flescue, Lionel Marchand, Matt McGonagall, Jim McMahon, Charlie Mulvey, Sean O'Halloran, Jamie Rogers, Casey Shafsky, Chris Trebuzio, Ken Tripp, Christina Werther, and the lovely and talented Jess Vashant. You
0: too can become a producer on the Trek Geeks Network, and it is so easy to do. Even Bill could do it if he wasn't one of the runners of the site. Just head on over to patreon.com slash Geeks for all the details.
1: Dan, next week we're going to slingshot around the sun and take a look at where it all started, and then bring it all forward to the here and now. I can't
0: wait for this. You know, one of the great things about Star Trek is that the stories and characters themselves are truly timeless. So we're going to take a look at the hour of television that could Have started at all. We'll take a look at Captain Christopher Pike in 1965's The Cage. Or depending on how you look at it, 1988's The Cage. But that's a story for next week on Trek Geeks, the flagship of the Trek Geeks podcast network.
1: We're actually going to look at Pike and Vena over a couple of episodes. So that Mm. should be pretty fun. Looking forward to it next week. On the flagship. Of course, for more great Star Trek discussion, please check out the other member podcasts of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. In addition to Rewind and Polytrax and Five Year Mission, you can also hear the brand new Infinite Trek with Aaron Harvey and Brandy Jackola every Tuesday. You can find all of our podcasts, including where to listen, by visiting slash listen. The Trek Geeks Podcast Network, no one talks Trek like we do, Dan. No one. And, of course, for all the news on all the Star Trek show, please visit our great friends at treknews.net. For now, this has been episode number 233 of the Trek Geeks podcast. We do hope you all live long and prosper. Coconut Infinity! That sounds like the worst infinity ever. Music for Trek Geeks is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star
0: Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net. Trek Geeks is a production of Coconut Media Works, executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast
1: network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Well, to correct a grave oversight, Dan,
0: bing bong. I don't remember how to do that. It's been so long.
1: (laughs) I can't believe it. Last week, we forgot to do an outtake, which some people refer to as the bing bong. Yeah, Um, the
0: bing bong. I forgot to say it. Sorry. Bing um, bong.
1: But no, it's okay. It took us 232 episodes to forget to do one. It happens.
0: (laughs) Hey, the way that I've been forgetting things lately, um, I'm surprised it hasn't happened a lot sooner. So am I, quite frankly. Uh, wow, well, which is why, oh, my forgetfulness lately. This this today's episode's scaring me.
1: Uh, you should be scared because oh. this is, it's not, I'm not going to say it's going to be like running a gauntlet. That was a fun game. <laughs> um, but I think that you'll be surprised at how well you'll do. Okay. All right. I take your word for it. I know you, uh, as much as people love Stump the Geek, I know that it, it generally uh, is is something It doesn't necessarily stress you out, but it's you don't look forward to the recording.
0: Yeah, because uh, if I don't do well, I'm going to feel like an idiot. But since that hasn't happened, I guess I don't have to worry
1: about it, right? Well, I was going to say, when have you ever not done well? I
0: know, but there's always a first time. First time for failure. That sounds like a song. There's a first time for failure, and his name's Bill. Uh, what? Huh? Who's what?
1: What? I don't even know what happened. Wow, well, it's, it's really weird. <laughs> it's like something possessed your microphone. And I know. Called Strange. me a failure. Huh? Well, that's weird. I
0: would never say that.
1: I hope the hell not. No.
0: Um, I might sing it though.
1: If I'm uh, a failure, then we've only got the, <laughs> the the biggest little show this side of Failure Town.
0: Failure Town. Wow. Uh, speaking of which...
1: If this is a failure, you're a vast part of it, my
0: friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, probably the president of Failure Town. Um, speaking of Failure Town, that makes me think of, you know, Flavortown. Oh Jeez. My god, there was some good stuff on on his show. You know, I know you how you feel about some of the stuff that they make on that show. This is like so good. <laughs>
1: You're talking about diners, drive-ins, and dives? Yeah, yeah. The reason why it looks good is because he doesn't
0: make it. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. The people are fantastic, the stuff that these people make. Guy yeah. Gary's food is not great. I just want to go to – we want to go to so many of the restaurants that we see on that show. And some of them are like in Washington or Delaware. And We've actually talked about driving down there for a long weekend just to go to some of these places. <laughs> and then there was one in, in L.A. That they had all kinds of duck stuff. And I duck is my number one favorite food. I, I'll have, whenever it's on the menu, I don't look at anything else. Just boom, duck. They had a place in LA and they, they had it on the show. And I immediately messaged Champion and said, dude, next time I come out to LA, you are taking me to this place. And his response was, yeah, I really would love to if they hadn't closed down last year. Oh. oh. I, was, I was devastated. And he was, too. He said it was, the place was great, um, and he doesn't know why they had shut
1: down. But anyway. So it's kind of the anti-Fieri effect. Yeah. No. True. No. Way to go, Guy. Why are you closing down restaurants? What you are you talking go? about? I should about to get out of you that? <laughs> the best part is, is you can just slip into gibberish <laughs> yeah. kind of like like uh like boss skaggs and it it just fits with guy fear yeah.
0: everybody just, just chewing on this ear phone case That's all good right here
1: <laughs> I've eaten at one of his restaurants in Vegas and I may yes. as well have eaten a phone case it was not
0: we had the and also the yeah the Mexican one there was
1: not good Me- it was the worst Mexican food I've ever had yeah I didn't care for it at all um The, didn't we, we went to the place at, um, at the link too, right? Last year? First night in town? Mm. Yeah. We sat on the patio, had burgers. Yeah. Was Was that one of his places? Oh, yes, it was. was.
0: Yeah, it was. Yep. It was meh. Yeah, it was meh. It was meh, meh, meh. I've had better burgers in Vegas.
1: Okay. Um...
0: Did I tell my bird story on a recent Bing Bong? I don't think I did. You were I gonna did. tell it.
1: You were gonna tell it in the next one, which should have been last week, but right. we were idiots and forgot.
0: Oh, you, I know McGonagall loves my bird stories, like the eagle and stuff like that. So, and you'll you'll recognize the area because you're from this area. So a few weeks ago, Sue and I are driving down Smith Road, back way. Yep. To get back to the house, and we're going down a straightaway area, and we see this little mole run across the street, like a little quickly. You could tell it was a mole because it was small. How did it run? <laughs> and it crossed from my right to the left. So from our side of the street, across the street. And as, as we slowed down, because we always love watching animals no matter what, because we're pathetic. Um, but as it was getting right to the edge of the left side of the street, we're right pretty much even with it. And we're both looking at it out of the. Out of, so we have our heads turned to the left, and we both look up ahead because, of course, I'm still driving. And coming down the street at eye level with its wings fully unfurled and his claws out is a giant hawk. And he scooped that dude up. I was going to say something else. And bye. <laughs> it was amazing. And he was coming right down the middle of the road at eye level, like. <laughs> hey,
1: Hawkman, take it easy.
0: So I, I got to tell you, it's you know it's a circle of life, and it was with The look on Sue's face, I, I thought she was going to have a heart attack. She was just like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" But it was amazing. See, that's not something you see every day. And it was called. Cool. So I saw hockey. <laughs> that was from Matt.
1: Hockey? Really? Oh, uh, well, sorry. Hawker? In the immortal words of of Don Rickles, "You're a hockey puck." <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the time he came through our, oh our place my of, of God. employment?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. And he like grabbed the phone right out of somebody's hand and started talking to the customer and insulting the customer.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're Rickles, you, you get to do whatever <laughs> you want what to do and you really don't care. Yep. Um, I've re- yeah. I, I, I never was a huge fan of Rickles
0: except in casino because he's he's, I like him in casino. Yeah. Yeah,
1: That's because so. he he largely plays a a dramatic role. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't do comedy or insult insult jokes. Yeah, um, although I I maintain he's he's probably the best insult comedian of all time.
0: I think so too. Yeah, uh, well, you're pretty good with me, but um, Rickles is the king.
1: He oh, without a doubt, he's yeah. the king. I mean, yeah. the guy just didn't have an off switch um, for his time. You know, he was probably the best. Yeah, um, it's not easy to to be an insult comic. I got to be one every year during a magical dinner theater in my hometown where I was the, the jester. I was started this doing this when I was like 15 and essentially I got to insult people all night long and they paid, you know, a, a ticket price for the ability for me to do this. That's why you're good um, at it. But you really kind of hone your craft in insulting people when you start doing it at 15. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> a pro. And you get to pick on anything and they just, they laugh and, regardless that's what they do um you know it at that age you don't necessarily have as refined a sense of humor to know what you should and shouldn't pick on Mm, right um so i'd like to think now um 35 plus years later that i'm 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 better at it but um yeah i'll let you know (laughs) (laughs) thank you this has been a you
0: know 2020 has been uh just horrible I'll do a funeral today for God's sake. just not fun. things gotta get better soon, I think huh
1: well, it's, we can only hope it gets better. I will know. say
0: that the church did a very good job. they had social distancing and masks and everything like that, so it was it was good it was
1: nice yeah I can imagine it's tough, you know because you those are some of the things you take for granted in situations like this. I mean, how are people effectively supposed to grieve right? In um, funeral services um, and maintain social distancing mm. and, and all the other protocols. So I I, I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, well, I hope, kinda... I, I hope I don't have. I hope I don't get the experience.
0: Yeah, me too. One of the things I thought was cool is they also had it online if people wanted to not go out. But I felt that I wanted to represent the family, so I went because my parents are in Florida. Sure. Um, so I did it, but now I was glad I did. But uh, so it made me look forward to um, getting online with you and getting my ass kicked in trivia. <laughs>
1: Wow, if, if that's what made you look forward to it, let's hope that doesn't turn into a trend. Actually, just the chance to look at
0: your face every once in a while is reason enough uh, to
1: want to get your ass kicked to trivia. Take it as you will. Are you um are you, you ready to do this there a hole? Uh, I'm as ready as I'm
0: ever going to be. You know, I'll probably, you know, I'll probably do awesome and like how many questions are there? Like
1: 25? There's five categories with with five questions each, right, twenty five, so and one giganto bonus where you kind of get to pick your poison.
0: All right, so twenty five. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I get twenty twenty to twenty five right,
1: twenty one to twenty five, something along those lines. How many of those will you need help on? None. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you're full of crap. <laughs> let's do it, buddy. Let's Let's do it.